Yo, 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 yo. Push P. Hey. Yeah. P. Push P. Turn me up. Turn me up, P. Thomas here on the Big Moose Thomas Show. Let's get it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much, man. Yo, today uh, I'm going to do a little impromptu podcast. Actually, man. Y'all want to talk about the things going on on Twitter. Uh, I see it on Facebook. I see it everywhere. All social media. Um, talking about the 2013 Washington's coaching staff. We had McVay, LaFleur, and Shanahan. And I see a lot of fans mad about old. All right, we get it. Oh, nobody would have known this, man. Now, let's let's actually get into this, man. Um, By the way, the 49ers OC was our wide receivers coach at the time, too. Uh, but let's let's get into it, man. First and foremost, um, what this speaks to that you're seeing when people are getting mad, uh, they're not understanding exactly how big of a mess up this is. All three of these coaches, you have the ability to get. Oh, you had the ability to keep and let them grow. And other teams saw their ability. Our team's ineptitude in order to see that is crazy. It's crazy how. Never seen it in such a like never seen it at such a level. It's 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 just crazy, man. Like someone has to really 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 get into this man. I've never McVay is a great coach. Top five, top five in the league. The floor is a great coach. Top five in the league. Shanahan is a very good coach. Top ten in the league. And Rivera is a very respected coach. Good. Ah. We got to see. He's not good here. McVay was good here. Shanahan was good here. LaFleur was good here. Vote still out on uh, Rivera. I hope he's good. He's very good for the players. Like I see how he's a player's coach. Um, But in terms of wins and loss, Collins is not looking good. The last dominant offense we had. When we could put up 40 on people Was with McVeigh. He was an offensive juggernaut When Shanahan was here Even though RGD wasn't winning We had games We was putting up 40 And being competitive Defense wasn't nothing But our offense was not the issue Like they were scoring left and right Like we couldn't see this? That's my issue. That, that, and that's what so many fans are mad about and just going back and forth like, hey, look, I'm like, I'll read you some of the Twitter comments. Like ESPN just put up a post about this and someone said, we get it. It's been posted like 20 times. No, I don't think you understand. Um, someone said, oh, LaFleur is getting carried uh, by Aaron Rodgers. Um, nah, like we saw what happened when McCarthy was there. Like, they were looking very average. Like, LaFleur got there. These people are super, like, they are contenders to the Super Bowl. Like, you don't, you don't expect them not to go to the playoffs. You expect them to be in the playoffs and to actually compete and to possibly make it. Um, let me see. An offensive coach by these three 
only won three games. Uh not true. Not not true at all. Uh, <laughs> like I said, like I like, did that happen? Yes. Was it the only thing that happened? No. We're looking at the full span of this. These people were great in their time here. And we couldn't see it. Now, when people were looking at McVay, and uh, the Washington football team knew that people were looking at him. Like they, they knew that. And they chose not to see what they saw in him. They chose to let him go. For nothing, by the way. You know, you can actually trade a coach. Like A coach has been traded in the NFL. You can trade a coach. And we let him go for nothing. Like, my thing about these three coaches is it's not just them. We let Kirk Cousins go for nothing. We let Ryan Kerrigan go for nothing. Like, we let these players go, and we let, like, we just let people leave from the organization with nothing in return. And nor do we try to salvage the relationship either. Or try to see them get better. When was the last time we promoted from within? I can't, I, 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 I really can't tell you. And in the NFL, that does happen. Because you have somebody who brings their regime in, their coaching staff, and then you find somebody in that coach staff, like, however you like that person, might not like the head coach, but you gonna stick around. And then you keep it going. Why couldn't we do that? Why can't we not see that? Like, we really goofed up on this. Three times. Three times we had these people in here. Come on, man. Come on. Like, that's terrible. Preston Smith, another good player we let get away. Nothing in return. That's just the Washington theme here that needs to change. We need to really evaluate our talent in all aspects and try to find a way to keep it. Try to build. Try to build on, onto something. Not just blow up the house every time, but try to build onto something. Like, LaFleur, I can't even excuse that one, but that's the one you want to argue with. Hey, look, I I can understand. He he still built himself up. Um, Shouts out to him. But Kyle Shanahan, we knew. We knew he was good. We knew he was good when he went down to Atlanta. We knew that. McVay, we all knew what McVay was. We knew that. And yet we still let him go. And now we're mad that people are seeing the flaws in, the or, in, in our organization. And they're seeing it well. I mean, it is it is pretty apparent. And all these people are contenders. The Rams were not contenders when McVay first got there. They were, try, they were trying to put it together. The same way we're trying to put it together. The scary part about this is the all, all three of these people took teams that were trying to get it together and got it together. Maybe not LaFleur only because Rodgers is Rodgers. I get you, but they were floundering around there for quite some years with McCarthy. But especially the 49ers and especially the Rams. Those were not teams that were perennial playoff teams. And look at them now. Look at them. 
Those the Rams are the beacon of the NFC, followed by Green Bay. And the 49ers are right there. We know it. Like, did they get in? Did they sneak into the playoffs? Absolutely. But we know they're a quarterback away. And not like how we say we're a quarterback away, but a true quarterback away. Like, honestly, if you could find, like, honestly, if you want to give Jimmy G another year, y'all could probably make a Super Bowl. Because they went to the Super Bowl with them. And let's not forget, two out of the three went to the Super Bowl. Went to the Super Bowl, man. That's frustrating. That's very frustrating because these are great coaches that came through our system and showed their talents here. It's not like these people were just passing through and no one saw them, but then they got good somewhere else. And they were like, oh, it just happens that they all were in Washington. No, all three of these people showed their talents in Washington. They were talked about in Washington. They were hired based off of the resume in Washington. Like, I was listening to Al Galdi, great podcast, by the way, but this is where we disagree. Because he was talking about McVay was a chance you never would have known. No, obviously somebody knew. Obviously the Rams knew. They knew exactly what they were getting. They knew exactly what they were doing. And for you to almost defend Snyder and saying, oh, well, Gruden had back-to-back winning seasons. He had what? A 9-7 and an 8-7-1? Like, come on. Come on. Come on, we've seen coaches get fired with much better records. We've seen a coach get fired for 10-6. and six. Let's keep it honest. And you want to say that we stuck with Gruden, that we should have stuck with Gruden? Like, come on, man. Come on. Come on. That's some donkey cheeks. You know that. Like, this isn't being revisionist because we saw it in the moment. Like, like when McVay left, it hurt. We knew it would. Because we knew that. Like, Gruden wasn't it. Gruden is a great offensive mind. Jay Gruden is a great offensive mind. But from year one, we saw the complexities of him being a head coach. And we knew how it was going to turn out. And then when he was eventually fired, it was not a surprise. Like, this keeps happening with our lovely Washington football team. It's just frustrating. I can't, I can't express that enough, how frustrating it is to see this happen. Again, the floor gets the opportunity to be with Rodgers and he makes something of it. But the people saying that Rodgers is carrying him, no, he's doing what you should do with a great quarterback. You win with them. You find ways to scheme around him. You get him players. You get him Devontae Adams. You get him Aaron Jones. You make sure you get him Lazard, a big target. You get him a good um, tight end as well. You protect him with the O-line. You get him a defense that can get him back on the field. That's what you're supposed to do. So he did a great job in that. Because McCarthy wasn't doing that. He was relying too much on, on Rodgers' ability. And that's where it floundered. He didn't want to build around him. He just had him and just try to put and just try to put in any old scrub, try to catch the ball. It didn't work out. Like, come on. Like, McVay made the trade for Stafford. That hurt. That hurt. When you look at it from when you look at it from Washington football team's standpoint, we wanted to get Stafford. He didn't even want to come here. We couldn't even be in the bidding for him when we tried. And then he went to the protege that you had. Come on, y'all. Come on. Again, I ain't trying to be a pessimist. I keep it real. 
we got to see how our front office just is not working. How our, our organization has more turnovers than the McDonald's. It's not. The front office needs to be handled much better. I know we talk about players. I know we want to talk about the draft. But none of that can happen if your front office is not secure. Then we need to look from the head. We need to do a full assessment from the head down. We worried about the abdomen. I understand. You tell me work when you tell me hurts it's hard to move. It's hard to enjoy. When you ain't got no quarterback, it's hard to enjoy. But yo, how you think it get there? I think you know when you're hungry, man. Your brain tell you, man. I think you know you need a quarterback. Obviously, we can see it. How you gonna get it though? Your front office handled that. Not Rivera. Your front office. Let your coach coach. So we don't have that type of coach. You know who does have that type of coach though? Shouts out to McVeigh. But y'all know, McVeigh the GM over there doing it lovely. Giving up everything he need to give up to make sure he get a quarterback that can run in his system, which worked like a charm. I mean, I'm looking at Stafford get his first career playoff win. I'm just like, yo, shots out to you, man. Like, shots out to you. That's hard. I know. I I know it's been a hard career for him. I'm glad he finally got his first playoff win. And I'm excited to see how, how far they go. Like I said, I, I want to see McVay get a ring. Not to be spiteful to us. I want to see him truly get a ring. But I think he's a great coach. I think he deserves it. Like who, who wouldn't think that? Now, I don't think there's anybody that's like crazy above him. Nah, he's a he's a good coach. So let's see how it's gonna turn out for the rest of this off season. But I think I said like the way that Rivera is playing GM with Mayhew. It's not the same way that McVeigh plays GM with Les. Like him and Les had that relationship where like if he goes for a player, like he goes for the player. Les might do the paperwork at the back end, but yo man, hey, yo, I need you here. Like the the report showed that McVeigh was the one reaching out to Stafford, getting that deal done. Of course, ran it through Les. Got everything done. But it shows you what type of coach he is. He, he could do that. Again, Belichick, he, he could do that. Belichick actually is, you know, he actually is the GM. want to be technical. He is the, he is the GM. Um, I'm talking about, like, coaches who can operate in a GM way. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I just thought about something, y'all. Les Snead has been finessing the Washington football team for years. He finessed us for it. He finessed us for the RG3 trade. I just thought about that. He finessed us for the RG3 trade. And he finessed us for, for Sean McVay, man. Like, gee. Man. If you want to be mad at somebody, man, be mad at the Los Angeles Rams, man. That's somebody we not might be mad at, man. They, boy, they done finessed us out of some town. Like, jeez, man. Yeah, I'm going to keep it quick on that one. But, yeah. I see a lot of people talk about that, and yeah, I think this whole story needs to be told. Again, the full story, not just like who would have known, but no, like people knew 
how good these people were. That's why they wanted them. Again, your great coaches don't stay out there. Heck, even your average coaches don't stay out there. But your great coaches, they get hunted during the season. And who got hunted during the season? Come on. Come on. Washington needs to wake up, man. They need to stop acting like we can just keep getting these people in-house all the time. As much as I don't like Scott Turner, because I don't think he schemes for tight ends well, and I don't think he schemes for the full scope of what the modern-day ball is, I have seen him get into his groove, and it's crazy. It's dope. I have seen a couple of times where, like, going back and take this week, Taking a Heineke play, and when I and you, you can see when a quarterback is playing in the groove versus when the system that he is in is working. It's very cool when a quarterback is in his groove. You know he start feeling it a little bit. You know, you know he do the cute turn. You know he might get a sidearm in there, something like that. You know he feeling himself, feeling himself. But when that system's working, that is a drop back, boom, drop back, boom, drop back, boom, balls out. And seeing it in that Tampa Bay game, seeing it in the Raiders game, and seeing it, honestly, in – oh, gosh, why am I blanking? Jeez, I'm blanking. See, the, the Giants game, sorry, that's the one I want to say. Seeing it in the Giants game where it just wasn't necessarily working too well <coughs> – and I can see where Scheme was sticking out and then Heineke was just kind of doing his own thing. Like, And I can actually see the difference at that time. So, you know, all, uh, in those three, I'm like, yo, I might have to recant what I said about Scott Turner because he, he's doing a lot with nothing. Well, with very little. He's doing a lot with very little. So let's get him a quarterback and see what happens. But let's assess the talent we have in-house as well. If, if that does mean me, if that doesn't, I cannot speak. If that does mean that some people need to be moved around, so be it. But let's see what our core strengths are and see how we can multiply on those. If we're not a defensive team, we're just not a defensive team. But let's stop trying to sink our ship into the defense. If we can, we have a great offensive mind here, why don't we build on that and be serviceable on our defense? Yeah, I don't need to be a top five defense and be a bottom 27th offense. It don't work like that. It just don't. But if I could be a top five offense, keep my defense in the mid-teens, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. And I do believe we have a mid-teens defense. Not a top ten defense. I believe we have a mid-teens, maybe early-teens defense. We put a lot of money to that defense. We pump a lot of money to this offense. This offseason, we need that quarterback. We know we need that quarterback. Again, Desmond Ritter, that, that's my pick if we want to go in the draft. If you could find a way to get Deshaun Watson. You know what? Screw that. We are going to talk about Deshaun Watson right now, man. Because let us pick it back to what we've been talking about this whole time. And can we actually assess talent? Deshaun Watson is somebody who we know what's going on. We know what the ramification is for taking him. And I believe we just got to do it. All right, come on, man. We took Foster with an open DV charge at that. Criminal. 
took a, a criminal. We took a man with an open criminal charge. All right. If we if we want to be real, let's be real on this podcast, man. We took a man with an open with an open criminal charge, and now we talk about a man that got a whole bunch of civil suits. So we're not sure how the cash gonna go out. But if we just talking about money. Come on, man. Come on, Snyder. Talking about Danny Billy out here. Dan Billy. I know, yo, I know you got it. Now, I know you got it by keeping it. But, yeah, man, we might need to shell out something to get that, get them busted seats, bro. I, I, I guarantee you can make it back. It's NFL. Yo, take on them cases. Give them whatever signing bonus you, you, you got to get. I don't know. Let's say it. Let's say everything goes bad in this whole payout. He got to pay out $50 million. Come on. Come on. Watch the football team. This season, you could probably rake in close to $400 million probably when everything's said and done. With ticket sales, merchandise sales. Yeah, yeah, come on. Because you got the new name coming out. So you're going to get revenue off of that. You get a good quarterback. You put the butts in seats. You know you're gonna get money off of that. The fans start to talk. TV deals start to talk. Get more local ads. Come on, man. You know you're gonna get money off of that. Come on. I'm just saying. I think the writing's on the wall. In a good way. Like you got to take the Sean Watson. Like that should be our number one target. And do whatever you can to put some weapons around him. So. The one thing we have going for us, which I think nobody's actually connected this Let me be the first. We have a top five O-line. What did he not have in Houston? Top five O-line. What was he tired of in Houston? Get a hit all the time. What did he hate? Being on the ground. So we can keep you upright. Give you some bomb weapons around you. A very good running back. Duo, might I add. Because J.D. McKissick hopefully comes back healthy. So then I got one swinging out the backfield. I got two swinging out the backfield. Both of them can catch. Both of them can run downhill. What's up, man? I got Terry McLaurin here. I have a hopeful Curtis Samuels. Um, healthy Curtis Samuels here. Um, Deami Brown was still not sure on. We can draft another wide receiver and bring in your boy. Just let me know who your boy is. Who you got to connect you with, who you want to throw to. We'll find a way to make it happen. If it, if, as long as the name ain't Hopkins. We'll find a way to make it happen. I got two tight ends for you. I got a decent defense that's going to try to get you out there as long as possible. Houston's great. Great area, great city. D.C. is great. Great area, great city. A lot of lawyers. Most lawyers per capita in the DMV area. Pretty sure we got people in high places around here. I know Dan's burned a lot of bridges, but hey, I mean, just you know, money cures all. Make it happen. Couple marketing uh, marketing agencies, make it happen. Like, get that man here, man. He's young still. I know Russ looking at just turned thirty three. We looking at a twenty five year old man, twenty five. No major injuries. Knows how to win with nothing around him. Come on. Come on. I can't be the only one that sees this. That has to be the number one pick right there. 
Like, that doesn't be the number one route. Like I said, give up whatever you got to give up for. Like, give up whatever you got to give up for. Like, if it is two first and uh, a second and two thirds, do it. If they want something in return, we willing to trade. Oh, I'm willing to see. If they want to take a package deal and Heineke and Payne, give you one on each side. We can find a way to take the landing contract, keep it, like find a way to forfeit his contract, hit the take the hit on that, trade landing. Like we gotta we gotta figure something out. Gotta figure something out for, for him, bro. But I, I think I think that'll be the way. If not him again, you know how I feel. Desmond Ritter all the way after that. But I think we gotta find a way to figure out how we can get Sean Watson to DC. So either way, you know. Need to get DW to DC, y'all. But, yo, that's about it, man. Again, follow your boy, Big Moose Thomas, on Twitter. You can email me if you want to at thomasconsulting at gmail. But please, follow your boy on Twitter. Hit me up on Twitter. Ask me all the questions you got on Twitter, man. I'm always on Twitter for the sports. Quickest way you can get in contact with me, man. Um, I'm looking for people if you want to be on the show. Uh, anybody wants to stop by, hey, let me know. Let's see if we can make something happen again. Again, uh, shouts out to Rev T. We did a podcast together. But if anybody else wants to be on the show, you have any questions, man, yo, just let me know. I'm always here for y'all. Hey, I love y'all. See y'all on the next one. You listen this far, man. Like I said, you passing our bottles, y'all. All right, man. Love you.